It's time for the most interactive radio program in Las Vegas today. It's time for Pushing the Limits with Brian Shapiro. Brian will talk sports, politics, entertainment, and anything that matters to you. Feel free to call Brian at 702-221-7283. You want answers? I want the truth! Now Pushing the Limits, here's Brian Shapiro. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. Pushing the limits time. So glad you could join us. I'm glad it's not, like, raining, pouring. There's no thunderstorms right now, so that's that's good news. But hopefully by tonight we'll get there, and it'll be another swamp on the roadways. But we made it to Friday, everybody. I hope everybody's having a great day, and I hope everybody's had a good week. Just keep in mind, you know, I was talking to my producer about this earlier today. If ever you have a bad day, maybe you got some health issues or you're having relationship problems, financial problems, just remember, it could be worse. You could be Brian Shapiro. Yeah, that's right. My car's still in the shop. I have the worst insurance in the world. I bought my car at the worst dealership on the planet. Oh, it's just terrible. Listen, you don't need to hear about my problems. You got plenty of problems of your own, right? But I told you, this show is about, you know, therapy for me. So I just whine, bitch, and complain to you all day. And I push the limits with complaints. That's what I do. Anyway, welcome to the show. We got a lot to get to today. Coming up in hour number two, Dr. Stephen Fry is going to be joining us. (coughs) Excuse me. We're going to be talking about what took place in Kansas. Uh, If you're... I hate to use the term pro-abortion, and I'm not going to use it here. If you believe in a woman's right to choose then that was a win for you in Kansas and uh, certainly a win for uh, Democrats, but for many Republicans and people that call themselves pro-life, which many of them are not, uh, it's uh, concerning to them. But a win for a lot of women in Kansas. And what does this mean for the country? Dr. Stephen Fry will be joining us in hour number two to talk a little bit about that. We'll give you an update on the Alex Jones trial, uh, what a jury has awarded some of the victims in that case, but it's not the end. We'll talk a little bit more about that coming up in hour number two. We have a lot to get to here in hour number one, a lot of topics to discuss. And, uh, you know, scary situation, you know, when you hear about a shooting on the Strip, obviously the first thing that comes to mind for me, and I think to many of you as well, is probably October 1, right? I mean, uh, we, we, we remember the... The rumors circulating a few weeks back during the World Series of Poker, a guy throws a rock through a window at, at the Mirage, and then, you know, there were four or five casinos and people that were scrambling and were scared, and people thought there was an active shooter here and an active shooter there. This is the world that we are living in today. And then when you hear about a lot of police activity at the Mirage last night, of course, you think the worst. It's the first thing that came to my mind. Luckily, it wasn't a mass shooting, and I hate to say luckily because any shooting is is tragic, right? But there was a deadly shooting, and it was inside a hotel room at the Mirage last night. Police, uh, Metro Police saying they located three victims in the eighth-floor hotel room at the Mirage. After the shooting was reported about 8.30 last night, two female victims were transported to UMC trauma in critical condition, while a third victim was pronounced dead on the scene. Metro Police are saying that uh, a man by the name of Billy Hemsley was involved in an argument with several family members inside the room. 
And uh, what normal psychopaths would do is when you get in an argument with a family member, you just decide to shoot them and kill them. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. Uh, at some point during that argument, police say he shot those three victims and then he fled the area. Uh, and that's really all we know. Thank God he didn't cause more damage and go into the casino and start shooting people. I mean, that could have happened. That could have happened. But my thoughts and prayers go out to that family, and my understanding is that there's two, still two family members that are fighting for their lives. And again, when you, when you see a lot of police activity in a casino on the Strip, you, know, you think the worst. At least I do, and maybe we shouldn't think like that. But again, this is the, the world that we are living in, and I'm watching television yesterday afternoon after the show. I'm watching television only to find out that the Mall of America is in Minnesota when I'm locked down for several hours because of an active shooter situation. And we're learning that there were some celebrities, actually, not that it you know, makes it any better or worse, uh, but uh, Kyle Busch, two-time NASCAR champion, was in the Mall of America with his family. There's a video of this when the shooting took place. Uh, he was enjoying the day uh, in the largest mall, I believe, in the country with his wife, uh, Samantha, before everything took a frightening turn and shots rang out. The video posted online, you can see Bush. Uh, wearing a shirt, holding his son's hand, trying to get out of there. Everyone was confused. And you could see a video of the altercation where uh, one of the groups left after shots were fired, demonstrating a lack of respect for human life, started to shoot at people in a store. Uh, So it just, uh, apparently, from, from the information that I have, is that the shooter or shooters are still on the loose. I guess this is the day and age that, uh, you know, we're living in. Shootings, left and right. Mass shootings. And then they take the back page of the news until the next mass shooting happens. And, you know, we can talk about gun control all day. I try to talk about it as much as I can, and nothing's ever get done, going to ever get done in this country when we have extremes on both sides. But, you know, weapons of war and the types of weapons that are being used in some of these, in a good majority of these mass shootings, like the shooting right here in our backyard, October 1, the shooting at the supermarket in Buffalo. Gosh, we forget about that shooting. That didn't happen that long ago where a bunch of innocent black people were killed, if anything, because of the color of their skin at the hands of a white supremacist 18-year-old. You don't hear a lot about that shooting anymore. Why? Because a week after that, we had the Uvalde shooting, which is a despicable story, not just for the, the animal that decided to kill all those innocent kids, but the way police handled that. And while all this is going on, we have the Alex Jones trial, which we're going to get to a little bit later, where we have Alex Jones in talking about the Sandy Hook shooting, saying that the shooting didn't happen, and uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. And while all this is going on, we have the Parkland trial. And I'm not going to say his name of the, sh- the name of the shooter, the scumbag, the deranged mental midget, the shooter who killed 29 kids, I believe, and, and a few adults. I mean, it's just, it's unfathomable. You know, since we've had Columbine, how many how many school shootings have we had? It's insane. And I remember watching Columbine. I think I was like 20 years old. We're talking 20 plus years ago. I remember watching Columbine and never did I ever, I thought this was a one-time thing. Never did I think we'd be talking about this almost every day. It seemed like that's when it really started. That's when the, uh, the gun crazies out there and people started to fall in love with their guns. 
That's when it all started. And if you're following uh, any of the trials that are going on right now, the Parkland shooter is on trial, and and it's really one of two things. Is he going to get the death penalty, or is he going to spend the rest of his life in jail? It's going to be one or the other. It doesn't bring anybody back. My personal opinion is I am for the death penalty. I think we should get rid of these bastards. Uh, They don't deserve to be on the planet Earth. Their heart does not deserve to be beating. I don't want them eating three meals a day, and I know there's probably a lot of people on the left that will disagree with me on that, but I am all for capital punishment. Now, in certain cases, if we don't have overwhelming proof of a sexual assault or rape or that sort, then I am not for it. Even though I think if you're a rapist, you deserve to die. With DNA now, I think we do. I think we can pretty much prove beyond a reasonable doubt if someone committed a sexual assault. Or in this case, obviously, we know that the shooter in Parkland is guilty. He's admitted to it. We know it was him and nobody else was involved. Yeah, I think the shooter here in Parkland... If I had it my way, he should be stoned to death by every victim's family member. But I know in this country that's never going to happen, and that's fine. I think we should throw him off a cliff. Or I think we should throw him in a a zoo with lions. I mean, that's what I think should happen to him. That's not going to happen. I guess the next best thing, for lack of a better term, is the death penalty. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but that is what what is taking place right now. The jury is trying to decide... uh, is this deranged serial killer going to get the death penalty or is he going to spend the rest of his life in jail? Now, with that being said, there has been some gut-wrenching testimony. And I talked about this uh, yesterday a little bit because you have family members who have lost loved ones. And uh, Mr. Gutenberg is uh, a personal friend of mine. He lost his daughter in the Parkland shooting. He's been on my show a number of times. This week is the last week I would ever ask him to come on and bother him, but he's been seen in the courtroom. He lost his daughter in Parkland. I've spoke to other families that have lost their loved ones, and it is gut-wrenching. And man, do I feel for them as I feel for the families in, in any mass shooting, as I feel for the families last night that were involved in this shooting in this hotel room, as I feel... For anybody that was injured in the Mall of America shooting yesterday in Minnesota or the October 1 shooting, Parkland, Sandy Hook, any of these shootings, anybody who's the victim of gun violence, I don't care what type of violence it is, my heart breaks for you and your family. It's terrible. But I heard some testimony yesterday in the Parkland trial that I'm going to play for you, and i got to be honest with you, it got me choked up, and it'll probably get me choked up now. But it's a human story. And I want to play it for all of you, but I also want to play it for those of you out there don't think we should have any changes on the books when it comes to guns in this country. That we shouldn't, well, this entire- that we shouldn't do anything about it. That we shouldn't extend some laws when it comes to gun violence. Or if you think kindergarten teachers should be armed with weapons. You know, you're one of those people that wants to talk about your love for guns. This audio is for you as well. So here's what I'm going to play for you. In regards to the Parkland shooting, sadly it wasn't just a bunch of teenagers that died that day. There were some adults that died that day as well. The school's athletic director and wrestling coach, you might have heard of him because he's a hero. His name is Chris Hickson. He died in the Parkland shooting while bullets were being sprayed by that SOB He was trying to protect his students, and in the last moments of his life, he was shielding those students, and he was killed, dying a hero, 
And this hero, Chris Hickson, has every person that died that day and every person that dies of gun violence in this country. Chris Hickson has a family, a beautiful wife, and a special needs son. And these victims have been speaking, and they've been speaking in this trial, and they've been talking about the loss of their loved ones and the pain that they've had to go through. And they're very brave, by the way, to do so. And it all has been gut-wrenching to the point where even the defense attorneys have been crying and have been emotional, and they were yesterday. So Chris Hickson's son is a special needs child. And there was a moment where he took the stand, and it was very brief. It was about a minute or so. It wasn't very long. And he's sitting there with his mom on the stand, and he kind of puts up his hand and and, uh, swears he'll tell the truth and nothing but the truth, as anybody has to do in a courtroom. And there's a moment where, uh, I mean, I think it's it's gut-wrenching, but it's also important to hear where the judge is asking this special needs son a few questions about his father. And I want you to listen to this interaction, and then we'll discuss after. Good afternoon. Mr. Hickson, was your father, is your father Mr. Christopher Hickson? Yeah. And is there something that you'd like to tell the jury about your dad? Yeah. What is that? It's okay. I missed him. Is there something about donuts that you want to tell us? What was your favorite thing to do with that? Yeah. Tell him. You can tell us. We, every Saturday we went to Denny Donuts and walked back. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. That's really hard to listen to. I to be honest with you. I'm listening to it and, it, and it, it, it breaks me up, man. It really does. Every time I hear it. I mean, I listened to it last night and I'm just like... Words can't describe how how horrible I feel for that family and that young man who uh, who obviously is extremely brave, extremely brave. Uh, and I and I see the images of him in the video of him up there with his mom, you know, embracing his mom, and you could see how much he loved his dad and and uh, his dad, obviously a hero, right? The last moments of your life, you thought about others instead of yourself. That, To me, that's the definition of a hero. And he's gone. You know, and you hear him say, I miss him. You know, I miss him. And then he, he t- tells, the judge asked him about donuts because he misses, he said, he, if, you, if you didn't really understand what he was saying, he said every Saturday he would run with his dad to Dunkin' Donuts. And then they would walk back, and, and he misses that, and he misses his dad. I don't think there was a, a dry eye in the uh, in the courtroom. I mean, I watched the video over and over again, and, and, and usually you don't see the defense team crying. I mean, everybody was crying. But that's and that's just one story, by the way. It's one story. The person who pulled the trigger is facing 17 counts of attempted murder. So many people died that day. And Chris Hickson is one of them. And I get really frustrated and and I get angry when, I mean, it's tough enough to have to hear that testimony, man. 
And I got to tell you something. If you look up a video, and and it's when I talk about Joe Biden, I have my criticisms for Joe Biden. You know, I have I have plenty of criticisms for Joe Biden. You know, I I try to be fair on this show as much as I can. And some will say, "Well, Brian, all you do is attack the right. All you do is attack Donald Trump." Well, these days I have a lot more criticisms for Republicans than I do Democrats, and I do have criticisms for Joe Biden, and I've been very clear on this. I don't think he should run again in 2024. He's going to lose. He's too old. Kamala Harris is not a good candidate. I hope she doesn't run. I don't think she's a very good vice president. But I still do not and I will not regret my vote for Joe Biden. First Democrat I ever voted for in my life. And when we're talking about this young man, Mr. Hickson's son, there was a moment and one thing I do say about Joe Biden that Donald Trump has none of and that is empathy. And that is just clear. That is not up for debate. There was a moment after, uh, it was well after the Parkland shooting, and Joe Biden met with some of the victims' families. And you could look this up online. He met the Hickson family, and he was shaking their hands, and he was hugging them. And after shaking the hands, it was um, Chris Hickson's son who embraced Joe Biden and gave him a hug. And then Joe Biden, of course, embraced him back. They had a moment hugging one another, and and Biden, in that moment, kisses him on the forehead and says, are you okay? And and it's very touching. It really is. It's very touching. And when I see moments like that, I say to myself, I know I made the right decision. Because although I voted for a man who is certainly not perfect, he's up there in age, He's not the best speaker these days, but he is a man of empathy, and I do believe he cares about people. He cares. You can dislike some of his policies. You can blame him for all your problems, but I can tell you right now, he's got empathy, and he's a decent man. And that moment, to me, which I saw yesterday, uh, told me right then and there that I made the right vote, and it made me proud of who the president is. He's certainly far from perfect. He has his issues. But that means something to me. Now, maybe that doesn't mean anything to you. Maybe you say to yourself, oh, I'd vote for Donald Trump again. Economy was great, even though you know it's, it's a ridiculously misleading statement because he took over a very good economy. But you, you can talk about stuff like that, but I want a president of the United States that shows leadership, but more importantly for me, I want a president that has empathy and cares about people and is a decent human being. If you don't vote like that, that's your prerogative. You can vote for horrendous people if you'd like to. You can go ahead and vote for Marjorie Taylor Greene if you want to because you like some of her policies. You can vote for Donald Trump because you like some of his policies or the Lauren Boberts of the world or the Matt Gates of the world, but I think you're an idiot if you do. Not somebody that I want to hang out with. I'll tell you that right now. I hang out with plenty of people that voted for Donald Trump in 2016. Don't hang out with many people that would vote for him now. I'll tell you that right now. This is gut-wrenching. That testimony is gut-wrenching. How can you hear that testimony, that poor young man who lost his father in the Parkland shooting, and how can you not say to yourself more than just thoughts and prayers? How can you not say enough is enough? Enough is enough with all the gun violence in this country. And we need to do something. 
There's not one law that we can put on the books that's going to stop everything. I would never make that claim because it's wrong. But there are a lot of things we can do in this country to help one another, to make us more safe. And if you're one of those people on the far right, what about black-on-black crime? What about Chicago? All gun violence is bad. There's no such thing as black-on-black crime or white-on-white crime. Gun violence is gun violence, and it doesn't matter whether it happens in a school or whether it happens on the streets or it's gang violence. Gun violence is gun violence. There are too many illegal guns on the streets. There are too many guns and weapons of war that are out there for anybody to buy if you're not a felon. We need to do something, and we're not doing enough as a society. And stop it with, oh, well, it's got to be mental illness. Sure, could we do more to help people that are mentally ill? Sure, I suppose. But if that's the case, there are mentally ill people all over the world. Why is it in this country and this country alone that we have more gun violence than any other country in the world? I'll tell you why. Because we have more guns. That's why. We have more guns. And for you dopes out there, and that's what you are, you're a dope if you think that more guns are the answer. Oh, Brian, well, everyone should be carrying an AR-15. You're a dope. And I played you the audio of the young man who testified. Said he missed his dad, who was killed in the Parkland shooting. A hero who shielded other kids and he lost his life because of it. He died a hero. Because a deranged individual was able to go into a gun store at the age of 18 and buy weapons of war legally even though the cops have been called on him like 80 times. And you heard that testimony. And this is a moment, and this is the reason why I voted for Joe Biden. This is that young man, Mr. Hickson, embracing Joe Biden and hugging him, and Joe Biden showing empathy. Listen to this moment as they embrace. Who are the parents? Yeah. 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 I'm wife. I'm Chris Hickson's wife. God love you. Thank you. I wanted to... This is Chris's son. Well, how are you? Thank you for hugging me. You okay? You okay? You'll be okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. I promise. Okay? I promise. That's uh, an emotional moment. Donald Trump ever did anything like that? Huh? You think Ron DeSantis would do something like that? Huh? And again... While Joe Biden is far from perfect, and I have plenty of criticisms for him and his administration, that's the way I vote. I want role models. I want people that care about one another, not just themselves. That's the kind of president that I want. He is far from perfect. I'll even go as far as say he's not a very good president. But at least the man has empathy and he cares about people. And when I saw that embrace and I saw that hug, made me realize and it made me know. I made the right vote. Yeah, I get it. You want to blame him for all the gas prices in this country. I get it. You want to blame him for inflation and while your eggs are, are a couple bucks more. I get that. I know some of you out there hate him, right? You hate the president. You hate him. And you'll lie and you'll say anything. You'll say he has dementia. You'll blame him for all the gas prices. You'll blame him for why your business is failing. 
you'll blame him for everything. I don't mind accountability. Accountability is very fair. But when you're lying and you're not being honest, that's where I have a problem with you. And we have a lot of problems in this country. A lot of problems. There's a family in Las Vegas that is suffering this morning because one member of their family died and several other members of the family were shot in a hotel room at Mandalay Bay. But many of you out there say more guns are the answer. Is that really going to prevent another Parkland shooting from happening? Is that going to prevent another October 1 shooting from happening? So what are the real answers here? I don't have all the answers. I don't claim to. I think I have a few. I think I have a few. I have a few answers. What do you think of this testimony? What do you think should happen to the Parkland shooter? How do we prevent another Parkland from happening again? How do we prevent another Sandy Hook from happening again? I'll open up the phone lines. What are your thoughts on this? The number to call is 702 221-7283. And again, that number, if you want to be a part of this conversation, that number to call is 702-221-7283. Yes, I believe the Parkland shooter should get the death penalty. I don't think that's enough. I think he should suffer every day. But when I hear this testimony and I, I hear that embrace from our president and this young man who lost his father in Parkland and... When I see these types of things and I hear these types of things, I know that there are decent people out there. And again, my heart breaks for this young man who who I believe is very brave. Very, very brave. So I'll talk a little bit more about this when we come back. And I also need to give you an update on the Brittany Griner situation. What happened to Brittany Griner? There have been 372 372 school shootings, by the way, since the year 2000. Let me repeat that. 372. How many more shootings need to happen in this country? Whether it be school shootings or it could be at a mall or anywhere. How much more gun violence do we need to have in this country before we see change? I mean, what what are we doing? What are we doing as a society? What are we doing as a country? I'm just so sick of it. We're not going to agree on everything. I totally understand that. We're not going to agree on how to get there. But for God's sakes, we have to meet in the middle somewhere as a country, don't we? Don't we have to meet somewhere? Oh, you're not going to take my guns away. We're not saying we're going to stop you from having the ability to defend yourself with a weapon. That's not what anybody is saying. I haven't heard anybody say that. There are certain weapons that should not be out on the market. Example, there's a new gun that's out on the market. The bullets can go through a bulletproof vest. Why on earth should that be sold to the general public? Why? The only reason why it's being sold is so the manufacturer can make money. It's about money. The NRA in the back pocket of politicians. It's about money. And these politicians want to stay in power. At the hands of our young children that are dying in classrooms. That's what's going on here. Been 376 shootings, by the way, since Columbine took place in 1999. It's going up. It's going up. It's going up. Why? More guns. More guns. Oh, well, we need to harden our schools. We need to lock the doors in the back of our schools. Yeah, that's really going to work. 
It's a great argument, Ted Cruz. Why don't you go back to Cancun and stay there, you dumbass? Yeah, because when someone's holding an AR-15 and they just shot their grandmother in the face, oh, geez, the door is locked. I better leave. Yeah, that's a really good deterrent. How stupid are you? How stupid are some of you people? You think that's what we need to do? We need to harden our schools? By the way, there's already an armed guard in the school. That did a lot of good, didn't it? Good guy with the gun didn't work in Uvalde, did it? The good guys, I should say, 19 of them. They all had guns. They all had tactical gear. Good guy didn't win, did he? Good guy didn't win in Buffalo. He's a hero. The good guy had a pistol in Buffalo in that supermarket. He had a pistol. He was the good guy. He lost to the mad man, white supremacist 18-year-old with an AR-15. So stop it with the nonsense. Oh, the good guys. Good guys with a gun. Yeah, there are some instances where the good guy with a gun takes out the bad guy. Absolutely. But not all the time, ladies and gentlemen. Not all the time. That is not the deterrent that is going to end a lot of the gun violence in this country. More guns are not the answer. We need red flag laws, harder red flag laws put on the books. We need to get some of these guns off the market. Notice how I didn't say all of them, like some Republicans want to lead you to believe that, ah, everybody on the left, they want to take all your guns away. No, no, they don't. And even though I'm not a Democrat, I don't want that to happen either. It is a lie. All these Democrats, they want to defund the police. No, they don't. 99% of Democrats do not want to defund the police. That is also a lie. And some of you people call yourselves pro-life. Give me an effing break. Pro-life. Yeah, you want to call yourself pro-life. Oh, let's just arm our kindergarten teachers. We don't trust our teachers, though, because we don't want them teaching critical race theory. And they're teaching our kids about sex. We don't trust our teachers. But you know what? Go ahead and give them an AR-15 in that kindergarten class after they eat their peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Give, give them that AR-15. You people are ridiculous. Ridiculous, And you're not going to change either. You're not going to change your views and your ways until it happens to you. Until, God forbid, one of your young children are buried at the hands of gun violence. Maybe an AR-15. Then maybe you might change your views. I'm sick of all of you. And I'm sick of where we're at in this country. I really am. We're going to take a quick break. Number to call, by the way, is 702-221-7283. Again, that number, if you want to be a part of the conversation, is 221-7283. And also, coming up a little bit later on here, I'm going to give you an update on Brittany Griner. What is the latest there? Uh, we'll cover that when we come back. Uh, again, that number, 221-7283. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Hey, everybody, are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub? When you can be a hero. Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. Look, it's impossible for the average person to find a great attorney out there. There's so much misinformation. Now, let me introduce you to former Chief Deputy District Attorney Thomas Moskal. He was Las Vegas' top DUI prosecutor for years. He 
prosecuted the most high-profile DUI cases in Clark County. No one knows more about DUI law in Nevada. Just Google it. If you get charged with DUI, whether it's a misdemeanor or even more importantly, a felony, you need Thomas Moskal representing you, his relationships with the prosecutors and judges, and his knowledge of DUI law to work for you. So give him a call now or text him at 702-848-5555. It's your life and liberty that's at stake. Don't wait. Call now. That number again, 702-848-5555. I want to tell you guys about one of my favorite doctors in the Valley, Dr. K. She's a board-certified internal medicine physician. She's been in practice for over 20 years, went to Yale. She believes in treating body and mind as a whole by achieving harmony and balance. She offers hormone replacement, Botox, skin rejuvenation, even snoring treatment, because we know how that can be annoying from time to time. Also, plasma treatments and so much more with cutting-edge technology. Please give her a call. 702-410-5779. You could also give her an email at cosmeticaesthetics.lv at gmail.com. Again, that number, 702-410-5779. Call Dr. K. Tell them I sent you, and I promise you won't be disappointed. Do you want to be part of one of the fastest-growing shows in the Valley? Well, now is your chance. Pushing the Limits covers it all. The only show in town talking news, politics, sports, entertainment, you name it. You can now give your business the push it needs to take it to the next level. We have all sorts of advertising packages that can fit your budget. Give us a call at 725-256-9809 or send us an email at ptlvegasales at gmail.com and be part of the fastest growing show in Las Vegas. Hey everybody, it's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits. I want to tell you guys about Sahara West Urgent Care and Wellness. They're conveniently located on the southwest corner of Sahara and Jones. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. At Sahara West Urgent Care, they'll take care of all your health care needs. They offer routine services such as physicals, STD testing, car accident treatment, and work injuries. You name it, they do it. They have on-site x-ray, EKG, ultrasound, and labs. They treat chronic conditions such as asthma, blood pressure, diabetes, and more. They also offer general wellness exams and treatments such as testosterone enhancement and cancer screening. They're located on Sahara, 6125 West Sahara Avenue. Their number is 702-248-0554. And the best part, they accept most major insurances and affordable cash pay prices, office visits starting at just $95. And I'm also a client. So please give them a call, 702-248-0554. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it.
All right, welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Friday. By the way, coming up in hour number two, Dr. Stephen Fry is going to be joining us. We're going to give you an update on what took place in Kansas when it comes to abortion. Certainly a win for those that uh, want to give, like I do, women the right to choose. So Dr. Fry will be talking a little bit about that. Also giving you an update on not just medical misinformation, but of course misinformation people, scumbags like Alex Jones and, and what took place in the courtroom yesterday and what this means moving forward. So we'll give you an update on that coming up our number two as well. You know, I, don't, I haven't been talking a lot about the Las Vegas Aces on the show because, yeah, if you haven't noticed, we've kind of had a lot of news to talk about, uh, whether it be politics, local, national news. We've had a lot going on, but certainly uh, I have had some great Aces guests uh, on before. I like Becky Hammond a lot, not only a really good basketball coach, but I think she's a good person. Uh, and the entire Aces organization, I commend them. There's a lot of good people within the organization that are doing a great job, including uh, Mr. Mark Davis, owner of the Raiders and owner of the Las Vegas Aces as well. So we're getting to the playoffs, and uh, things are getting nitty-gritty, and now these, these wins and losses are very, very important. The reason why, of course is because you want home court advantage during the playoffs. That's a huge deal, and certainly the Aces have a big home court advantage. I mean, what, they've only lost a couple home games all year. I mean, this is, you know, uh, good crowds, it's loud out there. Everybody's loud. Even media members are loud at games. Everybody's loud. Uh, I'm loud, because uh, they're fun games to watch. They're exciting. But uh, there are more important things to talk about. And before the game uh, yesterday, Becky Hammond, uh, sure, sure, she spoke a little bit about her team. She spoke a little bit about... Um, you know, the upcoming game. But she was asked about the Brittany Griner situation. And uh, if you haven't been up to speed and you don't know what's going on, well, Brittany Griner yesterday was sentenced to nine years behind bars. Uh, even her attorneys, her Russian attorneys, who, by the way, I don't trust at all, but even her attorneys were like, yeah, this is, this is ridiculous. She shouldn't have gotten nine years. I'm paraphrasing here, but they said, the, you know, maximum we would have been okay with was five that's really even even our attorney saying this was unjust. So Becky Hammond, who obviously is very passionate about this issue, as we all should be, but particularly her, uh, who has a, a personal relationship with Brittany Griner and everybody associated with the WNBA. I've never heard anybody say anything negative. By the way, this is not a Liz Cambage situation. And by the way, I almost felt like playing this voicemail on the show today because it was so despicable. There is somebody that I know, not a friend of mine. It is a friend of a friend who I hung out with once, don't know how this person got my cell phone number, left me a voicemail yesterday. I almost feel like playing it on the air, but I think there might be some legalities to that. I don't know. I'll find out. Because if I'm I'm legally allowed to play it, I will play it. But somebody on my... uh, left me a voicemail that I heard this morning that said, quote, can you believe about this Brittany Griner situation? Can you believe we have a seven-foot-tall lesbian and we're willing to give up an arms dealer for this seven-foot-tall lesbian? And, of course, my first reaction is you are a homophobic moron, and I didn't respond to the voicemail. I'm going to text this person and say, do not call me again because I don't deal with bigotry and I don't deal with that. First of all, her height has is completely academic to this story. What does that have to do with anything? And what does her sexuality have to do with anything to you? Now, to the Russians, it means something to them because we know the Russians and we know what they're doing. And if you are a black lesbian, you are not going to be treated very good in Russia. Let's just call it for what it is. That's the truth. But for an American in this country to bring that stuff up, you are despicable. You are despicable. Her sexuality, the color of her skin, or in this case, how tall she is, should have nothing to do with this story. 
There are two sides to this story. I spoke about it a little bit yesterday, and I will tell you there are two sides to this. Yes, Brittany Griner made a terrible mistake. Yes, if you're in another country, you better know their laws, and you better make sure you don't have any drugs of any kind on you. It doesn't matter what it is. We can disagree until the cows come home, and I would agree with you on the laws and how unjust they are treating Brittany Griner. You would be right. I agree with you. But we also need to remember that if you are a professional athlete or even if you're a regular everyday person, you need to understand the laws in these other countries. And if you don't, then don't go to other countries. Brittany Griner made a terrible mistake. With that being said, this country needs to do everything they can to bring her home. Now, does that mean I agree that they should be getting rid of this arms dealer and releasing this arms dealer for Brittany? Probably not. I don't agree with Joe Biden on that. And even that deal wasn't good enough for the Russians. But Brittany Griner does not deserve to be behind bars right now. She's been behind bars for how long now? It's, it's ridiculous. And now a nine-year sentence. The Russians are going to want more. And they do want more. And they're asking for more. And I don't agree with that. This is a very difficult position that Brittany Griner has put this country in. in. And um, I think eventually she's going to get out of it. But we need to remember, she is the one that effed up. She is the one that, you know, made the mistake. That doesn't mean we shouldn't be doing everything we need to do to to bring her back. I don't agree with getting rid of this arms dealer. How how many deaths is this guy responsible for? I don't agree with that. But that doesn't mean I don't feel for Brittany Griner. It doesn't mean I don't feel for her family and her friends. It's a horrible situation. I want her out of there. I want her to be back home. So anyway, making it a local thing is uh, Becky Hammond, who's been very vocal and outspoken, as many in the WNBA have, rightfully so, on this issue. And here's what Becky Hammond had to say yesterday in regards to the Brittany Griner situation as she was asked. It's heartbreaking. It's beyond concerning if you're an athlete. Um, I don't think uh, athletes really have to think twice about now where they go. Because all of a sudden you can just be snatched and become basically a prisoner of war or a political pawn. Um, It's it's hard to play against an opponent that doesn't play by the rules or makes their own rules. Um, So it's, uh, it's disturbing and wrong. And hopefully, um, they can figure it out. Hopefully the international sports body puts a little pressure on them too. This is not, you know, wrongfully detained a person. He wrongfully uh, invaded a whole country. So I don't think there's uh he don't play by the rules. So basic Russian law, if you look it up, based on the crime that was committed, Brittany Griner was only supposed to spend up to 15 days behind bars. If you don't believe me, you can look it up yourself. And I am talking about the amount of drugs that she had on her and what exactly she had on her. So even by Russian law, she was only supposed to be in jail for a few weeks. She's been in jail now, including today, 168 days behind bars. And make no mistake about it, she is a political pawn. So if you're one of those idiots on social media that you might be racist, you might be homophobic, uh, add those two together, you're probably on the alt-right. But if you're one of those people that you know, is saying that she deserves to be behind bars, she broke the laws, then you don't know what you're talking about. Because based on the drugs that were found and everything that was found, she's only supposed to spend a few weeks behind bars. So she shouldn't be here. 
she shouldn't be behind bars to, at this point. She just shouldn't. That's just that's just a fact. Yeah, she made a mistake, and I talk about this all the time. She absolutely made a mistake, and uh, I think uh, I don't think I know. This is, should be for anybody in this country. If you're traveling to another country, you better be careful. You can't make the same mistake that Brittany Griner made. But she shouldn't be behind bars. 168 days already she's been behind bars. I can't imagine what's going through her head right now. And is this a woman that has ever broken the law? Is she a bad person? Let me tell you something. If this was Kyle Rittenhouse behind bars, I wouldn't feel bad for him at all. What has Brittany Griner done in her life that would uh, make people hate her so much? So much hate coming from the right. And again, I know where it's coming from because, you know, chances are if you're an extreme Republican, you don't like black lesbians. You don't like them because of the color of their skin, and you don't like them because of their sexuality, because unfortunately, that's where a lot of the hate in this country is coming from these days, the alt-right. I'm not saying every Republican feels that way, because they don't. But Becky Hammond is right, and you know, it's crazy because, maybe it's not crazy, but moments after Becky Hammond gave a heartfelt answer, and I agree with what she said, about Brittany Griner, then they're they're asking her another question about a basketball game, and she kind of says, "Wow, what a transition there," you know, and and that was kind of the end of the that was kind of the end of the press conference. What is wrong with some of you people? What is wrong with you? Is there any reasonable human being that thinks Brittany Griner deserves to be behind bars right now? Anybody? What is wrong with you people? You know, we're all in this together. We're all Americans. We understand that Brittany Griner made a mistake. What has she done in her life to deserve this? Has Brittany Griner ever committed a felony? No. Has she ever committed any serious crimes in her life? No, she hasn't. So what is wrong with some of you? Why do, you, why do some of you on the, on the far right feel this way? Why do some of you people on the far right constantly attack her? I just don't understand. You know, this is the country that we are living in where we have a former Texas teacher that was just sentenced to 60 days in jail after admitting to sexually abusing a teen. This is just one example. And now we have Brittany Griner, who has been just been sentenced to nine years in prison. Now, I understand these are these are, you know, but this is this is what's going on here. Is this justice? Let me tell you something. The last, one of the last countries in the world I'd want to be is in Russia right now. People who make the laws of Vladimir Putin, the evil, murderous regime. And by the way, Donald Trump defended Russia. I don't know if you have those the, the comments in front of you, Numchuk, but I know that Donald Trump recently made some comments about Brittany Griner and Russia took it taking the side of Russia and Vladimir Putin once again but should we be surprised and by the way the number to call is 2217283 again 2217283 should we be surprised from the moment should we be surprised that Donald Trump is defending Vladimir Putin in Russia in this Brittany Griner situation no we shouldn't and I'll tell you why because it was Donald Trump that was on a world stage who stood right next to Vladimir Putin right next to him and sided with him Vladimir Putin over our own CIA and over our own intelligence 
So should we be surprised that when it comes to a black female who happens to be gay, that he is, again, siding with Russia? What would you have said? Close your eyes for a second and imagine you're a Republican. I guess you don't have to imagine that. This is my question to Republicans. Imagine you're not a Joe Biden fan. You're a Republican. You don't like him as president. You're a Trump supporter. Imagine if, for example, Joe Biden today sided with Russia over Brittany Griner. You would be destroying him, wouldn't you? You'd be destroying him. You might call him a bigot. You might call him a Russia enabler. That's what Donald Trump did the other day in his statements, in his stupid social media, his new social media platform, which he charges, by the way. That's what he said, and that's what he did. So explain to me and tell me how this is just justice. Explain to me and tell me why there are so many people in this country that are attacking Brittany Griner that are saying, well, she deserves it. She deserves it because she took a knee. So let me just get this right. In this country, you can peacefully protest. And because you peacefully protested, which is what these athletes did, I'm talking about the athletes that took a knee during the national anthem. That's what I'm referring to right now. How is it in this country that you can peacefully protest and take a knee And somehow that equates to, well, you deserve to be a prisoner in Russia because you had some vape pens. Explain to me how that is. How is that fair? But when you look at a lot of the people that are attacking Brittany Griner, that's exactly where this comes from, and it's ridiculous. Here's a statement from Donald Trump. Thank you, Justin. Here's a statement from Donald Trump in regards to the Brittany Griner situation. Quote, she knew you don't go in there loaded up with medicine. He mentioned Friday. I assume she admitted it without an excessive amount of pressure as a result of what it is. And it actually doesn't seem to be an excellent commerce, does it? So, when he makes a statement that she was loaded up, that is not true. So Donald Trump, I know this might be a shocker to you, he's lying. He's lying. And he went on to say, We're speculated to get her out for an absolute killer and one of the many greatest arms sellers on the earth. Killed many individuals. Killed many individuals. So basically, it's Donald Trump taking the case of it's her fault. She did it to herself. She had boatloads of marijuana. That's a lie. Donald Trump is lying. She did not have boatloads of marijuana or drugs on her person. That is not true. But once again, it's Donald Trump that refuses to say anything negative about Vladimir Putin and about Russia. And to this day, I have no idea why, and I have no idea what Vladimir Putin has on Donald Trump. Clearly, it's something. First, it was, well, I believe Vladimir Putin when he says he didn't interfere in our elections, even though we know that is 100% not true based on FBI, CIA, and every intelligence organization in this country, and quite frankly, across the world. Russia did interfere in our elections, but to this day, Donald Trump fails to hold them accountable for anything. Why? Because it benefited him. That's why. I don't know what Vladimir Putin has on Donald Trump. God forbid Donald Trump said this is unjust, like Joe Biden has said, and like many politicians in this country have said, that this is unjust what Russia is doing to Brittany Griner. It is unjust. And by the way, I gave you the facts. Even according to Russia's own laws, it's unjust that she was only supposed to spend a few weeks in jail. 
But Donald Trump won't bring that up. Don't know why. I really don't. I don't know what Vladimir Putin has on him. I really don't know why. It's clear. Uh, clearly, it's something, right? I just don't know what it is. But I've been saying that for years when it comes to Donald Trump and when it comes to Russia. I've been saying that for years. And then we see Congressman William Timmons, who was a moron, a moron Republican, who says, if Donald Trump was in office, Brittany Griner would have been freed. Absolutely ridiculous, utterly ridiculous statement. He's a congressman from South Carolina. First of all, Congressman Dip, you know what? How did the Otto Warmbier thing turn out? How did that go down? Hmm, last I checked, under Donald Trump, Otto Warmbier was murdered. Oh yeah, Donald Trump was able to get Otto Warmbier home as a vegetable. So can we stop it with your nonsense? Like Donald Trump could just pick up the phone and make a call and all of a sudden, just like that, Brittany Griner is going to be freed. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's wrong, it's ridiculous, it's not factually accurate. This shouldn't be about politics. Sadly, Russia is making it about politics. We all know that. Using Griner as a political pawn. That's exactly what's going on here. But we shouldn't make it about politics. We shouldn't be attacking Brittany Griner. We shouldn't be going after her and saying she deserves to be behind bars. This woman is a role model for many young kids young women across the country. She's done nothing wrong for her to deserve this treatment. She's done all the right things in this country. Yeah, I get it. She made a mistake. She shouldn't have had that stuff on her in Russia. I understand that. I get that. doesn't mean she deserves to be behind bars for nine years or up to this point, 168 days. Why are we so divided as a country? Why we can't even agree on the most simplistic issues? in this nation. I don't understand. We can't even agree on this as Americans that Brittany Griner probably should go come home. We can't even agree on that. I am perplexed. I am perplexed. I am mesmerized and I don't get it. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to be talking with Dr. Stephen Fry and we're going to talk about an update. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about this, but we'll talk about an update starting with the uh, Alex Jones situation. How much money has been awarded to some of those victims of Sandy Hook. We're going to talk a little bit about that. What does this mean moving forward for those who spread complete and utter misinformation? We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with the doctor after this. You are listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Smoke weed every day. All right, welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Friday. So glad that you can join us. I like the choice of music always. <laughs> Love the choice of music. Um, so as I mentioned, we got a lot going on in the world. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what took place in Kansas with abortion, uh, some, some important rulings that came down yesterday. Uh, we'll get to that uh, in the next segment. Uh, joining me right now, one of my favorite guests. I always love having this guy in because we can uh, bounce off of a number of different topics. I missed him last week because I've been uh, a little bit uh, not feeling great. But hey, 
it's great to have this guy back in here, and I'm talking about, of course, Dr. Stephen Fry joining us in studio. Doc, you're looking good as always. How always are you doing, a, man? Always a pleasure to be here, and great to have you back healthy. Yeah, and, and I wanted else. to ask you about this, by the way. Yeah. The, 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 he brings such a nice guy. You know, my guests, they don't, most of them, they don't care about me, but that's not the case with Dr. Fry. He brings that in, is correct. He brings in these, uh, and, and Numchuk, you could attest to this, he brings in these delicious McDonald's beverages. These are it's, so it's good. A sugar, sugar-free iced coffee. <laughs> Very healthy. Uh, caffeine is good for us. We know that, and I have about five or seven of these a week i absolutely love them they are really delicious oh, and there's absolutely. no sugar in there and there's and they're less than two bucks the same thing at starbucks would be thirteen thousand six hundred and fifty dollars i love it well i appreciate that it is My good pleasure. to see you and i want to i want to start talking because uh, uh, i haven't really brought it up yet i was waiting to, to, to talk about this with you when good. it comes to alex jones yes uh we know the stuff that he said and of course of the misinformation about sandy hook and you know I remember that day, Doc, as I'm oh, sure you it do. it was, I, I, and I remember Barack Obama's brilliant effort to change things afterwards and how uh, how depressed he was and teary when he talked about it. And the yeah. world, that was, the, that was our first wor- worst children's mass. It was bad. Massacre. I mean, obviously we had some older kids and yeah. a lot of school shootings when, when it comes to yeah. Columbine. But yeah. you're right, when it came to these really young oh. kids, similar to Evalde, right? A, a um, tragic, tragic, tragic. But, right. you know, the, the Republicans' right to have a gun is more important than your and my right to have my kids come home from school. Sadly, I don't understand that. Sadly, I tend to agree with you. Th- th- there's no yeah. right more important than have my kid come home from school and not have to have an yeah. active shooter drill in school. And you're right. How frightening is that to have an active shooter drill mm. in school? Every never school every I class. never had to go through no, that. We used to have, uh, when I was a kid, and I'm older than you, yeah. we used to get under the table for the Russian Cold War nuclear exercise. Oh, well, for different reasons, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It, it wasn't as scary, it wasn't as personal, it wasn't on the TV, it was hypothetical that maybe they right. would. Back in the no day when I was in school, the women in my classes would hide under their desk because they didn't want to see me. That's, well, I, I that's can't the only, say that I blame them. <laughs> that's the only, that's the only <laughs> no, reason why they did that. No. But listen, we all yes. agree, uh, in respect to yes. Sandy Hook now, Yeah, right. Um, we all agree, just a, a, an atrocious uh, day. Uh, my heart breaks for those families. I agree. And I yes, agree. you're right. When we talk it, about gun control and all that other stuff, uh, I agree with you. But what, what thrills me the most is the fact that Alex Jones had to admit mm-hmm. that he has been lying and torturing these families all these years. By the way, did you see the moment, though, Doc, when... Uh, he was caught in court with perjury, yes. with the text messages, yes. where the, his own attorney sent all of his text I saw messages. It all. It's yes. really inc- it, amazing. He deserves it? Like, it all, and yeah. he's already been fined $4 million, and hopefully yeah. he will be bankrupted by this. Let's talk and, about that. Let's and, talk and, about and, the money. And hopefully the, the, this will proceed to the Fox News so that they lose their suits against Dominion mm-hmm. for all the crazy thing they said about their, their voting machines being corrupt, which are total lies. We're finally starting to see in court some evidence of the dramatic change that we have seen in Re- Republicans have always lied. So there's no question about that. Even Reagan, who is the only Republican that they brag about in the office of the president, even he lied about he was a conservative and he raised taxes 11 times. And then we had uh, uh, Nixon, who resigned in disgrace. So they can't brag about him. Then we had George W. Bush, who gave us the war in Iraq on false pretenses. Another huge lie. 
which everybody acknowledges now, cost us tens of thousands of U.S. lives and trillions of dollars. And then we had Trump. We haven't had a good Republican president. Mm-hmm. Let's forever. talk about that, though. Let's talk about free speech for a moment. And, yes. and uh, if you're just joining us, he's Dr. Stephen Fry. We're talking about Alex Jones. Uh, $4.1 uh, million in damages to the Sandy Hook parents. But that's not that does not include the punitive damages. Coming up soon. Uh, so I, I actually think that number is going to be a lot larger. But he was sued for $150 million. Yeah. He claimed that if he lost more than $2 million, his company would go uh, bankrupt, which is a lie, because uh, at one point he was making $800,000 a day. I, I never made that much. Have you ever made that much in a day? You know, uh, eight hundred maybe. Not eight, not eight, <laughs> yeah, eight hundred. Maybe eight hundred yeah, would be a good maybe, day. Maybe, yeah. maybe eight hundred is a good day at yeah, the poker yeah. table. But <laughs> so, Doc, this brings to a bigger point, and I want to play you some audio uh, because hey. you were just talking about. Uh, you know, we we're talking about free speech, and and you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. You, you have cannot. to be responsible with the things you that say. Is correct. We can have differences of opinions when it comes to gun control. That's an opinion, but when we talk about. Alex Jones, him talking about, well, the school shooting in Sandy Hook didn't happen, and he's attacking the families. He's calling them actors. Um, he has to agree that he was wrong now. He has to. He, but he, he, he did apologize in a way, but then he kind of toned it down. You know, but, yeah. but he did apologize. But, and everybody now knows what a gross felonious liar he is. Uh, of course, but it, it brings me to a bigger point now. And I'm because, with you on the big point. But, you know... When you look at the two biggest shows, TV and podcast, TV, sadly, would be Tucker Carlson. He has the biggest audience every night, spews misinformation all the time. The biggest podcast in America right now, and I think he's an absolute piece of human scum with the things he says. I'm talking about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has the biggest podcast right now in the country. He has the biggest viewership. I want you to listen to what he said about Alex Jones. Okay. It's, it's, it's mesmerizing to me, Doctor. I get so angry, but I want to play it for you first. Good. Here's what Joe Rogan, who has the biggest platform when it comes to podcasts in America, this week, okay. this is what he had to say about Alex Jones. You got you, you to, gotta, like, what are you doing? Like, what is he doing that's so awful? I don't know how to fix any of it. This, it's, it's entertaining. Like, why is it only acceptable if you have some kind of entertainment? Because there's so many rap videos that you could watch that I enjoy, but they're talking about shooting people and robbing people, and it's everywhere on YouTube. It's so prevalent, and somehow or another, that's okay. So I have a lot of things to say about that, Doc, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Let me start by saying this. Joe Rogan just called Alex Jones entertaining. What's, What's he doing that's so bad? Hey, dummy. He said that a school shooting in Connecticut didn't happen while all these families had to bury their six-year-olds. And he's trying to compare it to rap music. Doc, let me explain the difference, and then you tell me whether you agree or not. I, I look at rap music and lyrics like a movie. Sometimes movies are violent. It's fake. Sometimes rap songs are violent. Now, I don't agree with talking about you know using the B word and the N word and talking about, for example, maybe shooting a cop or something. I don't agree with that verbiage, but they're not actually talking about real events that happened. It's fake just like a movie. I couldn't agree with you more. This is a real shooting where six-year-olds were killed. I mean, uh, there's nothing worse for a parent in the world than losing a child from any reason. Car accident, cancer, shooting. There's nothing worse for a parent than losing a beautiful child. And I, as a psychiatrist, I've treated a few of these parents over the years. You never get over it, right? That is you correct. You can never get you, over it. You, you move on, but it's there in the back. So what is Joe Rogan doing? This guy has uh, the biggest uh, platform. You, I, you see, he, what he's doing is he's lying. He's a Republican liar to defend other Republican liars. And that's what they do. What about... 
McConnell lying to protect Trump. Republicans lie, and they lie to protect each other. Mm -hmm. And tragically, too many Americans believe the overwhelming spectrum of lies every place you look. And if you look underneath the lies, in this case, no, there's no racism in the case of of Sandy Hook, but in the in the in the in the in the background of almost all Republican lies is racism. That's that's where it is with abortion. It's racist. White women with money can get an abortion. They have my whole life. Mm-hmm. They used to go to Canada and Europe before Roe v. Wade. Right. But black and minority and poor women, uh-uh, mm-hmm. they can't get them. So behind every Republican lie, this is an exception in the case of Sandy Cook. But if you look at almost all the other Republican lies, they cover up a racist component. Right. All the voting. Why are they fighting so hard to eliminate voting? Not to prevent you and me from voting. Mm-hmm. To prevent the minorities that can't drive six miles or stand in the heat from voting, and it's it's it's. I just heard on the news this morning. There's 25 attorney generals around the country that are running on the uh, stop the steal. Uh, well, we're going to talk about that. Lake is yes. one of them in Arizona. Yes. But yes. do you know that uh, 25 percent of people uh, in polls believe that Sandy Hook didn't happen? Well, that's because of that's because of idiots like Alex like Jones, Jones. Yes, right? That's I agree. exactly right. But one in four? How it, could you be that it's stupid? The same, it's the same one in four that still think Trump was a decent president when he's the worst president in the history of the well, United States. Well, what about? States. I'll even I'll even go a step further. That's an opinion, and I agree with you. I yeah. disagree with that opinion. But what about all the people out there? Seven out of ten Republicans that believe Donald Trump won in two thousand and twenty. What you is know, what is going? How can we? Bi- be th- it's called the big lie, and as I have said before, and I'll say it many, many more times, Republicans thrive on lies. They cannot win a legitimate election. They thrive on yeah. lies. So here's what I'll say to that. Yes. To be fair, I know that you you know you lean further to the left than I do, which yep. is fine. There's yep. nothing wrong with that. Right. While I do believe, and I think you would agree with me, there are Democrats that lie too. In this day and age especially since Trump took office, right? Yes. I believe many and many more of the conspiracy theories and the misinformation, the COVID misinformation that we're going to get into next year, the overwhelming majority of that today is coming from the alt-right. There is no question about there that. I there agree. is no Yes, there, and like I said, there are Democrats that lie too, but, but when we t- in proportion, the Democrats today, lies are minuscule always have been. They're a misrepresentation, they're a misunderstanding and occasionally a real lie. But compared to the 30,000 lies and the big th- the big lies, uh Repo- Democrats don't lie at all. There's, there's no comparison. You when can't it comes say it's to just today, I agree. Th- there's uh, no comparison. Today, I agree. They are yeah. the party of misinformation Correct. and conspiracy theories. Correct. There's no question. By the Correct. way, did we forget Alex Jones is part of the January 6th hearings. They want his text messages. He won't, He pleaded it. the 5th. I love it. He's a part of this, too. Do you know that Alex Jones spoke the night before January 6th? Yes. He made a big speech. I mean... Yes. Listen, yes. it is when I talk about Joe Rogan, for example, yes. and again, yes. he has a huge following like right. Tucker Carlson does. Right. This is my problem with him. Do yes. we remember all the COVID misinformation that he put out there on his show and he had to apologize for that? It hurts people. Let's talk about COVID misinformation and the current in- inflation situation that we have. And the by co- the way, Joe Rogan's a big part of that, the COVID the, misinformation. The, the current inflation that we have is overwhelmingly due to the Trump gross mismanagement of the COVID crisis. Mm-hmm. That's what led to the loss of jobs, the closing down of business, the the backup of ships in the, in the ports when we lost workers. And they, they all 
Name me one thing that Biden has done that has contributed to inflation. Nothing active. He just inherited it. What did he do? We got 560,000 more new jobs last month came out this morning. Gas prices are under $5 now. And they're, they're going down. But my point is that you cannot blame Biden for this inflation as you cannot point to one thing. And if anyone wants to point it out, please call us up. The number here is 221-7283, area code 702-221-7283. And please I, call and disagree with us, agree with us. We'd love to hear from you. I but talk about COVID misinformation is, all the time. But but, yeah. but it was the gross mishandling, the anti-vax, the anti-mask, the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the ivermectin that, that uh, was pushed yeah. by Trump. All of these things led to the collapse of our economy, which as we have recovered has resulted in some inflation. But Biden has created more jobs in in a year and a half than Trump created in this whole four years. So we have to give credit where credit is due, and we have to give blame where blame is due. And the blame for inflation goes to Donald J. Trump. I am not an economist, yes, but I can tell you that a lot of the attacks on the right when it comes to gas prices or inflation, a lot of that is not due to Joe Biden. So I agree with you on that. But right. going back to COVID misinformation, yes. now we're talking about Alex Jones, right? Yep. We're talking about Sandy Hook. We're talking about the damages to some of these Sandy Hook families. We know that Alex Jones, any person would say Alex Jones is a despicable human being. Correct. All he cares about is clicks. And, uh, money, lot, and money. And money. And, right, money. Because clicks equal money. Yep. And, and, and by the way, same as many of these Republicans that talk about uh, you know, election integrity and election fraud. A lot of them realize that Donald Trump did not win in 2020. Correct. Uh, but the reason why they spew these lies is because they want to get votes, they want to remain in power, or they or they want to get elected. Right. But when it, but let's talk about COVID misinformation because I, I've been talking about this for years. And Alex Jones is one of them. Joe Rogan is one of them. Tucker Carlson is one of them. Yes. Fox News, OAN, right. Newsmax. A lot of these people. And I should say some of these right-wing talk show hosts that spewed the COVID misinformation are now dead, by the way. The anti-vaxxers. Correct. And we have over 90% of people that have died of COVID since the vaccine came out are those that are unvaccinated. 100%. And shouldn't that be enough for people to say, hey, this is pretty serious. I should probably get my booster shot. I should probably get vaccinated. They be- just like they believe that Trump won the election, they believe the lie that the booster shots and the vaccinations are going to hurt them. And as I have said many times, I don't know if I've said that on this show or not, but vaccinations are the medical miracle of modern medicine. Nothing right. has saved more lives in modern American medicine than vaccinations. Going back to polio. When I was a kid, right. my first cousin David had polio. I was sure. vaccinated. As, it was before the vaccine. As soon as the vaccine came out, my mother took me to get vaccinated. And We've I have all been vaccinated. I've had every right. I, every vaccine that's available. I'm right. first in line to get it. Of course, because there's rarely a death. And so what? So you have a sore arm for an hour. So what? You have a slight headache the next right. day. Compared right. to COVID better than dying. Better to be in the ICU. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's so, take some calls. Seven zero two 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 one seven two eight three. He is Doctor Stephen Fry. Uh, we're talking about misinformation, Alex Jones. And again, the number to call if you want to be a part of the conversation is 702-221-7283. Let's go to Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Yes. Yes, sir. Go right ahead. Good afternoon. Okay, I didn't hear a buzz. Okay, I, I'm not too sure about the uh, gasoline increase and uh, Mr. Biden not doing anything to create this inflationary cycle. Okay. Uh his first day in office, as has been reported, that he, he closed down a pipeline. We were totally energy independent with Mr. Trump, and 
in office. That pipeline gasoline. was not yet in operation. It was still being built. So it's not like we lost one gallon of gas by his slowing down the pipeline because what he wanted to do and still wants to do, and it's coming up in the bill that's going to be passed hopefully next week, is to reduce yeah, our dependence on fossil fuel. And so if we're going to get away and, from and fossil why are, fuel... Go ahead. And why are we doing that? Why? Because fossil fuels create global warming. Do you believe in global warming? Uh, no, I don't. All right, not well, then the we're done. Not, so not, that's the end of this the way, discussion. If you don't believe in global the way, warming, then you... Can I, you're, can you're, I you're, speak, you're, or do you, do you just speak? No, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's all fear. It's being uh-huh. sold just uh-huh. just like the COVID fear. Uh-huh. The flu, the flu shots that okay, are killing, so killing people. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on, Stephen. Let, let's Go have ahead. a let's have a conversation on this, Stephen. Because uh, uh, I'm ready. Okay. My name's so, Stephen too. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my name's Brian. Uh, but Stephen, I almost died of COVID. Oh, I, I, I almost died of COVID two years ago. Uh, we've lost over a million people to COVID. What part of that is fake fear? Uh, we know that COVID is extremely serious. We've lost a lot of people. Let's just try to be fair about this, and let's okay. try to agree. You, you can agree? I, can I com- yeah. Can I complete that? Sure. An answer to that question? Sure. Go right ahead. Okay. Uh, it, it's the way that they came about the number of people that were dying. Okay. Uh, go, you know, go deeper. If you, if you took the shot and you and you died within I, I i don't know the exact amount two or three weeks you can you were considered non-vaccinated if you took the booster and you died within two or three weeks you were continued non-vax considered non-vaccinated the the, the shot is killing people okay hold on it, let's it stop hold on hold on hold on now, let's let stop me, right let there finish. you just know I, I, no i'm not going to let you finish because you just said something that is not true you just said the shot quote, is killing people. Do you have evidence of one person, one person, when you have their medical records and their autopsy and their health to say that somebody has died of the shot, sir? When you say something like that, it's not true. I don't have a lot of the evidence. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. Get off off this show. You You are not going to come on this show and spread misinformation. I am happy to have a debate with you, sir. But when you say something that is idiotic and stupid, and I'm sick of people like you that say over and over again, people are dying from the vaccine. And then, you, oh, let me get you that information. No, you don't have it because you're a dope, Stephen. That's why you're a dope. Not you, Dr. Frank. No, I know. <laughs> and, and Stephen, you also believe that Trump won, don't you? Oh, I'm sure he does. I got rid of him. I am not going to let somebody go on the air and spread misinformation about COVID. I am not going to allow that to happen. He's wrong about global warming. He's wrong about the vaccinations. He's wrong about the protection that the the vaccinations provide. And as we were discussing, he's a typical Republican liar. That's what they do. I guarantee you he was a registered Republican. No question. Yeah, Stephen, I'm not going to put yeah, you back on the question. air if you're going to lie. I'm not going to put you on the air if you're going to spread misinformation. If you want to have a debate with us and, and you want to have a might, com- but, but but saying it, that the shots are killing people is three, idiotic, idiotic, sir. It might take three or four sentences. I can't. I can't even finish one because you couldn't give me one what example. Kind of, discussion of be, is that? Because you couldn't give me one example. 
You could, oh, I'll get you that information. No, 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 sir. If you're going to call into this show and you're going to make a ridiculous claim that the shots are, quote, killing people, then you better have evidence to back up your idiotic opinion because what you're saying is not true. Do you understand that, sir? When you make a claim like that, you have to have evidence to back up your claim. Not because, oh, I heard from a friend or, oh, I heard from somebody or I was listening to Wayne Allen Root show or I was listening to some conservative. Oh, Wayne Allen Root. That was who I was going to suggest. Yeah, what a shocker. What a shocker. What a shocker. What a shocker. Pot this idiot. Pot this idiot down. Pot him down. Let me tell you something about Wayne Allen Kook, the person that you get your medical information from because you're a moron. Wayne Allen Kook is the guy that said the October 1 shooting happened from Muslims. Wayne Allen Root is the guy that said Barack Obama had a gay relationship. Wayne Allen Root is the guy that claims millions of people have died from COVID. He doesn't have a shred of evidence. He, You know what you should do, sir? I know this might be hard for somebody like you to understand, but instead of listening to Wayne Allen Kook and getting your medical information, Information from idiots. Maybe you should listen to people like Dr. Stephen Fry. Maybe you should listen to infectious disease experts. Don't even listen to me. Maybe you should listen to people that actually have experience when it or comes to medical. C- CNN or MSNBC that give factual yeah. information is you, one of those. Yeah, you, this, I mean, you get your information from Wayne Allen Cook? Are you kidding me, sir? A, if you think this man has cred- creditable evidence, then have him on with a discussion with Wayne Allen. I had him on. I had him on. Hey, sir, here's what I want you to do. I had Wayne with, Allen Root with, on my with show. This doctor, I had with this doctor. I, I first of all, that. I know Wayne there'd Allen, be a lot of people that would. First of all, Wayne Allen Root will not come on my show again. Do you know why, sir? Because I did a 30-minute interview with him that you can find on YouTube. And right after I did that interview, three hours later, he was fired from the Review Journal. Do you know why, sir? You don't. Yeah, because the Review Journal is following the No, sir. No, no Review sir. Journal is a Republican newspaper First of all, a hardline yeah, Republican. So you don't know what you're talking about. The reason why he was fired is because he went on my show and he made comments like calling somebody old is like calling somebody the N-word. He blamed October 1 on Muslims. He said he had a cure for COVID. The guy that you get your medical information from was trying to sell pills, claiming that he cured COVID, and then he got a cease and desist letter. You're unaware of this, sir, aren't you? Why don't you do your own research and stop wasting my time i'm not going to give this guy another five seconds what a joke i'm sorry well I'm, doctor I, I, I can't take I, it I, I, I appreciate that but i'm glad he called because he symbolizes he symbolizes the very false information and lying that has followed which there's always a low level of lying but since since trump was elected it has escalated to a pandemic we have a pandemic of misinformation and lying in this You're country right. now. Doc, the reason yeah. why I get so angry with people like that yeah. is because, as you know, I almost died of COVID. I and, and And when somebody calls up and gets their medical information from a scumbag in <laughs> Wayne Allen Kook, and that's and by the way, they have no evidence. Notice how I ask him. You were perfect. Do you have one person that Correct. you know that has died from yeah. the vaccine and you have actually their medical history? Yeah. Oh, let me get that yeah. for you, idiot. Anyway, let's take some more calls. 221-7283. Uh, let's go to John. John is next. Hello, John. Hey, what's up? Um, where would you like me to send the uh, DOD information on the deaths that the vaccine is causing? How many did it cause? Uh-huh. How many did it cause? There's at least over a thousand in the military. <laughs> in, in the military. This was yeah, put I- out by the department. 
Did you, um, did, did you have, do you have a reference okay. that I can look up uh, on the on the internet? Do you have a reference for me? Because if we do, then I'm going to take no. you to the best dinner you ever had in Las Vegas. If you can prove a thousand no. military people died of the vaccine, not COVID, but the vaccine, I will be happy to take yeah. you to the best dinner you've had in Vegas. So what's, okay. the, what's give I me don't the reference, please? I don't have it with oh, me. Okay. I'm on the job. You can call back. We're here. We're here five days a week from twelve to two. Call back. I'm only here on Friday. But if you call back and you give me a reference and that is true, I am going to take you to the favorite dinner okay. that you can find. Let's in even Las say. Vegas. Let's even assume for a moment, which I don't believe. But let, hey, let's just assume for argument's sake, John, that what you're telling is the truth. Half of the world has taken the vaccines. Are you aware of that? Not half the country, half the world. Do you mean to tell me you don't think the vaccines are safe? No, I don't. You don't. Why is that, sir? Because I personally know somebody that died 20 or less than 12 hours after getting the second vaccine. Gotcha. Okay, let's and, talk about that. Yeah, and and I, and let the doctor that, answer that, please. Yeah. Let, let the doctor answer sure. that, okay? There have been a few questionable deaths after the vaccine. However, there's a difference between causation and association. And just because somebody dies 12 hours after getting a vaccine does not necessarily mean that the vaccine caused it because there are deaths that occur every, every one of us is going to die and deaths occur every single day right and someone may have had a coronary that was doomed to happen anyway and the vaccination had nothing to do with it except that sure. it was 12 hours before so it, it requires scientific proof that the vaccine has some physiological mechanism to cause death and that yeah. has not been proven so the few deaths that have happened are questionable sure now the other but i want to grant you so let's just oh, say okay. let's just okay. say for the, let me hey. finish let me finish please let's say for the sake of discussion that the vaccine even killed 100 people which i have no documentation for and no belief but let's just say for the sake of discussion it did how about the million plus people that have died in this country for not having a vaccine now if i can if i can save a million and yeah. lose a hundred as a physician i can do that seven yeah. days a week and sleep real good every night and john are you still there john i want to ask you a question by the way john i'm sorry that you lost your friend that's horrible i wish that didn't happen was the friend vaccinated and, uh, john uh, was the friend vaccinated your friend was vaccinated right john yeah, he died 12 okay. hours after gotcha. getting the second one I understand. I in understand. the hospital. I understand. Doctor, doctor told his wife he died from heart failure caused by the vaccine. Ah. And that is what is on his death certificate. Let, now, let me tell you this, that I've been a physician for longer than you've been around, okay? Decades. Congestive heart, fa congestive, heart failure, congestive heart failure does not develop overnight in 12 hours. Congestive heart failure follows years mm -hmm. of heart problems with multiple medications. So if he had congestive heart failure, he may have died 12 hours, and that raised the exact point that I were before. It's an association and not causation. So why did, why did the doctor say that the vaccine caused it? Okay, and let me let me ask him a question, the, John. Let me ask you a question, John. Hang on. Did you directly speak to the doctor? Do you have this person's medical history? Do you know? Do you have the death certificate in your hand? Have you seen it? Ha have you actually had talk to talk with the actual doctor, or is this just hearsay? Yes or no? No, I've talked to his wife. 
Oh. I didn't. Okay, so hearsay. Now I am not going to say on the air. Oh, his oh, wife. Come okay. On. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't come on me. Don't come on me. Don't. Okay. Excuse me. Let me tell you, sir, what my narrative is. How dare you make a statement like that? Let me tell you, sir, what my narrative is. I almost died of COVID two years ago. My narrative is I don't okay, want people. I'm no, sorry, hold on. I don't. No, 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 no. You just used the term narrative. Now I am going to respond. Let me tell you what my narrative is. I don't care what your political belief is. I don't care what the color of your skin is, male, female. I don't care what you are. I don't want people to get sick, and I don't want people to die. And what I really don't want is medical mis information now i'm sorry that you're so how do you so your so your take sir is the vaccines are extremely dangerous and people shouldn't get vaccinated is that your take sir well, it's not even a vaccine for one. It's not a vaccine. But, All right, no, uh, sir, John. I want sir, to make the I want to make the same offer goodbye. to you, John. I want to make the same offer to you that I made to the last caller. Yes. If you will bring me in a copy of the yes. death certificate and have the doctor come on the show and discuss it with us, and if they are correct and I am wrong, I will also yeah. take you to the best dinner yeah. you ever had in Las Vegas at the restaurant yeah. of your choice, John. Okay? Uh, so, so I'm going to move on to that, another yeah. caller, but John, I will end by saying this: I'm assuming that John has zero medical expertise correct he just made a statement that the vaccines is not really a vaccine he heard hearsay that he knows of one person that died 12 hours after getting the vaccination who he, had chronic congestive heart failure right which you don't get right. in 12 hours so with all that information john is claiming that the vaccines aren't really vaccines and they're dangerous thank you for the call john but you have absolutely no idea what you are talking about it's all based on hearsay and you have zero medical experience and let me tell you something dr stephen fry has more medical expertise in his pinky than you have in your entire body and you have no idea what the hell you're talking about with that being said it's not a narrative sir i don't want people to die and i'm sorry your friend died but you have zero evidence that was based on the vaccine let's take some more calls at 221-7283 again that number 221-7283 let's go to donna hi donna thanks for calling in what's on your mind hi uh i was just listening to you i I just happened to come across this, this show and all these people that you are talking to are so misinformed. I can't take it. Amen. Uh, I, may have to, I may have to take you out to dinner for being honest. He <laughs> <laughs> shut down the pipeline. The pipeline was being redirected. And the fact that the pipeline was being redirected through um, South Dakota Indian land, instead of because the pipeline is still open, right. it's open, has nothing to do with anything other than these people are stupid. Hey, Donna, stupid. I agree. So, Donna, the same people like John who call up and say the vaccines are not really the vaccines are also the same people. They're the same people that say Joe Biden is the reason why we have high gas prices. They're idiots. What do you want me to say? They're idiots. I, I can't. I know. I, I know. I, I just, I, I know going to a show and I listening to this and I'm just like, I, I can't believe people are still believing this bull. Yeah. BS. I, yeah. I, I can't. And I can't believe that they're listening to your Tucker Carlson, your Sean Hannity's, your Fox News, your stupid people. And when the facts are there, the facts that, that the. You there, I Donna? I what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I'm here. I just forgot. If the vaccines actually work, um, yes, some people are going to die. You walk across the street, you're going to die. Okay, but are you going to walk across the street? No. Yeah. Are you a, are you a health professional, Don? Or are you a health professional? No. Right. I, 
I'm a construction worker. And she's a logical human being with a brain. That's what she's she is. <laughs> I hope you're in the union so you get the protections. And yeah. we, we thank you for your call. And thanks yeah. for listening. And I'm, I'm you are a smart a lady. And I'm Harvard. glad that you're capable of differentiating in this complicated time. I want truth. I appreciate it. Yes. I want to ask you one more quick question, Donna. I'll give you the last word and then we'll move on. What would you say, Donna... To the people out there, the Retrumplicans out there, as I like uh-huh, to call uh-huh, them, uh-huh. that 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 idolize the orange turd. What would you say to the people out there, like John, who's who just called up, and, and the last caller, Stephen, two back-to-back callers, who are putting out COVID misinformation, misinformation about the vaccines. They say the elections were stolen. I'm just curious, as someone like you, what would you what would be your message to them? Um. Like, stop drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> I love it, like, Donna. Stop, Please call back again. Drinking, we love to hear from people like you. You are our people. Thank you, you so much. Yeah. Well, Donna, you I, have a great I appreciate day. it. Thank you. thank you, Donna. I appreciate the call. Thank, thank you so much. Um, it's good to see that there are some reasonably people out there I'm listening. Thrilled. <laughs> I like to hear from both sides, but it's nice to know that the truth is still out there. Look, Doc, I know you well enough to know. We've yeah. known each other for a short period of time, yeah. but I know you well enough to know. Uh, just in talking with you off the air, that you're a compassionate person. You yes. care about people. Absolutely. I hate to As see do a, million, I. a million people that die mean means three to ten million people have an empty table at the chair, as Joe Biden yeah. says, an and empty I, chair at the table. I, I'm very saddened to know that Absolutely. the guy who called in knows somebody who who died uh, yeah, but it wasn't uh, from the COVID. but to stuff. say that yes. uh well his wife told me blah 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 blah. Yeah. it could be his wife it could be his son it's yeah. still hearsay and what let the cat out of the bag was when he said chronic congestive heart failure because yeah. that's a process that takes a minimum of months and in many cases several years you've been on digitalis you've been on diuretics you've been on multiple medications to control it yeah. we have great new medications yeah. for chronic congestion heart failure so you live a lot yeah. longer yeah. but the, if he had chronic congestive heart failure yeah. the covid vaccination was not the cause of death by the way let me explain to someone who's on hold right now yeah. how radio works because clearly yeah. he doesn't understand how the vaccinations work uh-huh. he doesn't understand how gas prices work now uh-huh. let me give him an education on how radio works okay. without putting him back on the air yeah. you see sir when you call into a radio show you get one opportunity you can call back on monday you can call on tuesday but when you call into a radio show and the call is over the call is over. We reset to the next show. So so I'm sorry, sir, but I'm not going to put you back on the air. You get one try at it, and you can call back next week when Stephen Fry is back on next Friday, okay? All right. Why don't we take a deep breath? <laughs> Let's take a break. Uh, my, my, I got a little red in the face, so I'm going to take a deep breath myself. Have a drink. Uh, going back to my days doing the Vegas take uh, right. when I got red in the face every single day. Right. Uh, number to call, 702-221-7283. Again, that number, 221-7283. We're joined in studio by someone who actually does have a lot of medical experience. He's dedicated a professor in the medical school. Yes, he dedicated his whole life, but apparently some people who call up, who listen to uh, Wayne Allen Cook, will take his medical information over Dr. Stephen Fry. Oh, no. They might even buy pills from Alex Jones. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, that guy needs a pill. Is there a pill on get you a higher IQ? Is there a pill out there for that? Uh, not yet. Not, uh, that's too bad. I would give that to all the retrumplicans out there. there. Anyway, the number to call is 702-221-7283. Uh, we're going to take a break, though. When we come back, I do want to talk to you about what took place in Kansas in Absolutely. regards to abortion. So we will talk about that. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east 
of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. Look, it's impossible for the average person to find a great attorney out there. There's so much misinformation. Now, let me introduce you to former Chief Deputy District Attorney Thomas Mosfel. He was Las Vegas' top DUI prosecutor for years. He prosecuted the most high-profile DUI cases in Clark County. No one knows more about DUI law in Nevada. Just Google it. If you get charged with DUI, whether it's a misdemeanor or even more importantly, a felony, you need Thomas Moskal representing you, his relationships with the prosecutors and judges, and his knowledge of DUI law to work for you. So give him a call now or text him at 702-848-5555. It's your life and liberty that's at stake. Don't wait. Call now. That number again, 702-848-5555. I want to tell you guys about one of my favorite doctors in the Valley, Dr. K. She's a board-certified internal medicine physician. She's been in practice for over 20 years, went to Yale. She believes in treating body and mind as a whole by achieving harmony and balance. She offers hormone replacement, Botox, skin rejuvenation, even snoring treatment, because we know how that could be annoying from time to time. Also, plasma treatments and so much more with cutting-edge technology. Please give her a call. 702-410-5779. You could also give her an email at cosmeticaesthetics.lv at gmail.com. Again, that number, 702-410-5779. Call Dr. K. Tell them I sent you, and I promise you won't be disappointed. Do you want to be part of one of the fastest-growing shows in the Valley? Well, now is your chance. Pushing the Limits covers it all. The only show in town talking news, politics, sports, entertainment, you name it. You can now give your business the push it needs to take it to the next level. We have all sorts of advertising packages that can fit your budget. Give us a call at 725-256-9809 or send us an email at ptlvegasales at gmail.com and be part of the fastest growing show in Las Vegas. Hey everybody, it's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits. I want to tell you guys about Sahara West Urgent Care and Wellness. They're conveniently located on the southwest corner of Sahara and Jones. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. At Sahara West Urgent Care, they'll take care of all your health care needs. They offer routine services such as physicals, STD testing, car accident treatment, and work injuries. You name it, they do it. They have on-site x-ray, EKG, ultrasound, and labs. They treat chronic conditions such as asthma, blood pressure, diabetes, and more. They also offer general wellness exams, treatments such as testosterone enhancement, and cancer screening. They're located on Sahara, 6125 West Sahara Avenue. Their number is 702-248-0554. And the best part, they accept most major insurances and affordable cash pay prices, office visits starting at just $95. And I'm also a client, so please give them a call, 702-248-0554. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east 
of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super. Hero, that is. Because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. All right, welcome back. It is pushing the limits uh, on a Friday. That was an interesting segment. I want to tell you guys quickly about, speaking of healthcare, Urgent Care, Sahara West Urgent Care, located at Sahara and Jones. They took care of me. They'll take care of you. They'll take just about any insurance. And if you don't have insurance, $95 payment there, well worth it. I was in and out of there within 15 minutes. Please, uh, no appointment needed. You could just show right up there. Sahara West Urgent Care, located at Sahara and Jones. We got Dr. Stephen Fry. In studio, we got people calling up, Doc. Uh, they want your phone number. They claim they're in the healthcare industry and they want your number. Uh, don't no, give it to I, them. I'm not in practice at this point in time. If they yeah. want to leave a message, call the station. Leave yeah. a message. Maybe we'll call them back when I'm on the air. Yeah. Happy but to talk to I'll them. I'll give them Donald Trump's cell phone number. It sounds like they'll good. probably yeah. get Mar-a-Lago, more use. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll probably Mar-a-Lago, get. Yeah. I actually do have Donald Trump's number. Believe That's it or not, That's I, I yeah. should give it out on the air. But I'll, yeah. I, maybe we should give this guy his number. He could probably find that more useful than yeah. uh, any. By the way, can I just be clear? And then we're going to move on. Right. Anybody who gets any information that that can spell the word fact or truth and listens to Wayne Allen Cook, I have zero respect for you. Okay. Zero. I just want to be clear on that. Right. Uh, anyway, speaking of truth, uh, we've talked a lot about uh, the issue of abortion, Correct. Doc, and uh, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, and, and, and we obviously both agree on this. We agree that a woman should have the right to choose, but let's, let's talk about what happened in Kansas, because this is a big wow. deal. So, uh, overwhelming defeat on a ballot measure that would have stripped abortion right protections from the state uh, constitution. This sent shockwaves throughout the country, and a lot of people, by the way, were surprised by it. The surprise 20-point margin in one of the most conservative states in the country highlighted the gap between what a majority of voters want and what a number of Republican candidates and lawmakers are pushing for, both in Kansas and in several other states, and they play a key role in the coming midterm elections. We can get to that. What is your initial reaction to what took place there? I was thrilled. Mm-hmm. As a doctor who was in medical school before Roe v. Wade, and I've talked about this before on the show, and had a chance to witness the entire ward full of infected women at D.C. General Hospital, because I went to George Washington Medical School in Washington, D.C., and I know that that ward closed after Roe v. Wade because women could then get legal abortions. So as a physician who has witnessed the tragedy of not being able to get a simple legal abortion and an abortion is a very simple 15-minute procedure with very very rare deaths extraordinarily rare deaths and now we even have pills that have basically a zero death rate to take care of abortion and no woman should be forced to have a baby that doesn't want the baby. It just causes catastrophic chaos for not only that woman, but all the others in her family. She then can't work for a year. There's economic, people don't realize the economic impact of a forced childbirth. On top of that, every unwanted child aggravates global warming because every child is a lifetime of creation of carbon dioxide. Every breath you exhale, every clothing you wear, every air conditioning you you use, every car drive, all, all aggravates global warming. Mm-hmm. So I think that the Kansas, and I'm thrilled that it was in a, a hard right state 
because that shows exactly how popular the availability of abortion is, and I was absolutely thrilled with it. I heard another figure that blew my mind, that 40% of the people that voted for this didn't even vote for anything else on the ballot. They just showed up and vote voted so that they could have legal abortions and didn't even take the two extra minutes to check off a, uh, a Senate candidate or anything else. That's all they cared about. This is going to this is going to make this November the exception to the rule that the party out of power picks up seats. I predict that the Democrats are going to pick up seats in the House and the Senate in this election, and they they counted on taking over Catherine Cortez Masto. Oh, she's going to win. And then yeah. they put in idiot Laxall, who is anti-abortion, yeah. Yeah. doesn't stand a chance in yeah. hell. And Catherine yeah. Cortez Masto no. has been a superb, effective senator for the citizens of this state and the United States. I agree. So uh, she's going to get reelected, I, I predict, yeah. in a landslide. So I said this, obviously, when we talk about Roe versus Wade and, and the overturning in the Supreme Court. I try to focus on the ramifications and what this means for women in this country, but I also talked about it from the political ramifications. Correct. And I said the day this happened, I said, this is going to backfire on Republicans. Absolutely. Because while there are a lot of Republicans out there that believe in conspiracy theories and COVID misinformation, the majority of Republicans that I've spoken to, at least, while they're not, and we're not jumping for joy when a woman gets an abortion, they are for a woman's right to choose Correct. because sadly but truthfully there are a lot of women in this country that happen to be republicans that have had abortions 25 percent of all american women will have an abortion during right. their reproductive years and doc 25 percent and i yeah. said before the number of abortions around the world was 93 million last right. year but do you find that a lot of women that have had abortions that are Republicans are hypocrites because some of them call themselves pro-life and yet yes. they've had abortions themselves? It's, it's the same as the House representative uh, congressman yeah. who votes against gay rights when his sister just right. had a gay marriage. Dick Cheney. Same thing. Liz same Cheney. Thing. Yeah. Perfect examples of that, that correct, until yeah. it happens to you. That is correct. I've, I've seen polls, both, both Republicans and Democrats, and you tell me if this is wrong, but I think the last poll that I saw was at least seven out of ten Americans believe in the women's right to choose yes, both Republicans, but depending on the poll between 60 and 70 percent right somewhere around that number and that includes that includes even a lot of strong trump republicans i think we all that could agree correct. that the yes. supreme court does not represent the overwhelming majority of the way americans Absolutely. think in this country and that's a problem the republicans scammed two seats that should have been open to democrats right. and it's going to backfire right now when they lose the house and the senate further yeah and uh the american people they want abortion all over the world. We we have the most restrictive abortion la- since Roe v. Wade was turned down. We now have the most restrictive abortion in the world. Mm-hmm. Almost every country in the world has more accessible abortion. I think there's three tiny ones, Nicaragua or something, right. that have more restrictive uh, laws than us. But basically, if an American wa- and by the way, as I said before. Behind every Republican lie is racism. Abortion is as racist as it gets because white women can always get an abortion if they have the money. They go to a neighboring state. They go to a neighboring country. Mm -hmm. Again, it's the poor black and minority women that get stuck without being able to get it because the insurance won't cover it and Medicaid won't cover it if they they disband it. Mm -hmm. So behind every Republican theory is racism. So let me ask you this. When we look at what happened in Kansas, and this Mm -hmm. is a very conservative Republican state, 
do you believe that more of this, because I don't know how I feel about this, that more of this is going to happen in other states that are run by Republicans across the country? I think that you can get ballot measures on the ballot with signatures in every state. It may take 100 or 200,000 signatures. But what Kansas has proved is women registered. They showed up. They didn't even vote for anything else except this one issue. They're standing in the booth. They could have voted for the Senate. They could have voted for the House. They could have voted for the state offices. They voted for one thing. That's what gets them to the polls. That's the issue that affects their lives more than anything else. And by the way, the percentage of Catholic women that have an abortion is exactly the same 22-24% of all other religions. Mm -hmm. So if a Catholic woman gets pregnant and she does not want to have that baby uh, the Pope and the Bishop are not in front seat anymore. Mm-hmm. They're in the back seat, and she's going to get an abortion. I wonder if this is going to change the way of thinking with those that are uh, Republicans that are running states throughout the country. I say this, maybe they will just make different amendments and allow abortion up to maybe four or five months. Would you be okay with that? I'm not a, I'm not a big defender, uh, and I wouldn't defend late-term abortion unless there's health that. reasons. I agree. Do you think that we might see... Maybe, maybe some Republicans that want to maybe get more in the middle and say, all right, just make a decision within four or five months. We'll legalize abortion. No late term abortion. Like to me, that's reasonable. I I, I think that some of the more moderate, uh, intelligent ones that want to preserve their career in their party are going to have to take that stand because the women of America, regardless of party, regardless of race, they have made it unequivocally clear right. that they want abortion on demand. Yep. That if they are pregnant and they don't want to have that baby and they want to either take the pills or have an extremely safe brief procedure in and out within a couple hours, right. uh, they, uh, they can do so. I believe as a whole that you're not going to change the minds of people on the far alt-right. No, um, no, this, no, won't, this won't no. phase them one bit. But I do believe there's a lot of women in this country. The people on the far alt-right are going to put on their tombstones whenever they die. Trump had the election stolen from <laughs> yeah, him. That's going probably. to be on their tombstone when they die, no matter Lake, how many Gary Lake will probably by. do that, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, unfortunately. By the way, uh, Numchuk, who was the uh, politician in Arizona? Uh, Jerome Davison, right? He's the guy that we had on. We had a, a black Republican uh, out of Arizona. By the way, he got embarrassed in the election. He only won about 10% of the vote. But this was a guy who called me a white supremacist live uh, on the air. Uh, yeah, the guy who obviously is, is calls himself pro-life. and uh, He's got these right-wing radical views. He got about 10% of the vote, and he was embarrassed. So I, wanted to, I just wanted to mention that real quickly. He's a nobody. But um, I do believe in my heart, and I could be wrong, that the far right, there are more Republicans in this country now that are maybe trying to step away a little bit from Donald Trump, uh-huh. step away from the alt-right, because I don't believe that's a winning uh, – I'm just talking from political. I hear you. I don't think that uh, – you might win within Republicans, but you're not going to win general elections. No. Um, you know, Lake is not going to win, I don't think. And I do not believe that Laxalt is going to win. You mentioned Laxalt yeah. in, this, in this city. Yes. And I do believe there, if you're – There are even now Republicans in this state – that have come out in favor of Catherine Cortez Masto. 
mm-hmm. an honest, reliable, good person. How about Amy Tarkanian, who's even taken the side of Democrats now? I was shocked to hear that. Really? Yeah, I was shocked. Uh, wow. that Because she's pretty far to the right. But yeah. I, I was I was really but, but shocked. But anytime, anytime we can get Sharon Angle and Tarkanian on the ballot in Nevada, I'm a happy camper. Yeah. Because every time we get Angle, Sharon Angle and Tarkanian on the ballot, we know we got a guaranteed Democratic win. <laughs> These are really weird times we're living in, man. Uh, I got to tell you, we are, we are so divided on... Uh, and there's so much misinformation out there. I mean, we talked about misinformation when it comes to gas prices, right? Yes. And blaming uh, blame put on Biden. We talk about misinformation, sadly, with some callers uh, when it yeah. when it comes to misinformation when it comes to COVID and the vaccines. Right. I mean, it's right. and, and and again, herein lies the issue. Yes. Where are you getting your information right. from? Oh, well, I do my own research. I listen to Wayne Allen Cook. You know, I listen to people with yeah. zero medical expertise. I, I want to spend our last couple of minutes here talking about the incredible legislation that has passed in this week and last week, and it's about to pass in the next week, according to the latest news that I mm-hmm. just read before I left the house. Mm-hmm. And that is that, first of all, thank you, John Stewart, for standing up for our veterans. Oh, yeah. and I am a veteran, and yeah. I have treated these guys yep. with incredible lung disease and brain disease and seizures due to exposure to these bits. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank John Stewart for yeah. turning around the Senate. Without he him, sing- this doesn't pass. He single-handedly yep. convinced the 34 Republicans to finally do the right thing, sure. and this passed, number one. Number two, the CHIPS bill that they passed that is going to create hundreds of thousands of jobs and or, or tens of thousands of jobs and make us chip independent from other countries so that we can't end up with this kind of backlog that happened mm-hmm. as a result of the pandemic and everything. And the third thing is this incredible bill that's coming up now that is going to put billions of dollars into uh, protecting us from global warming yeah. and is going to reduce prescription prices, which are catastrophically high. People cannot afford to get their insulin and other vital medications sure. because of the Republican support of Big Pharma. And I am thrilled that we finally got the votes and it, i want to predict that if we take over the senate and i think we can get more than a few new senators as a result of this election and add houses and add seats in the house that will have even more control of the environment and prescription places and veterans and the yes. taxing the wealthy multimillionaires that pay nothing that the republicans still defend yeah. and we can we can enhance the security of our country and i'm thrilled about the way this month is ending for joe biden i want to th- pat him on the back for that mm-hmm. and by the way uh the bill you were talking about with veterans uh, just about every democrat voted for it it was Absolutely. the overwhelming majority of republicans yeah. that voted against it i just wanted to be very clear until on that. they turned it around and yeah then they then uh yeah. i think it was 34 or the yeah. 50 voted for it finally yeah. when they were embarrassed yeah. by john stewart yeah. finally yeah they're by the way they're high-fiving each other when when when, when it didn't pass and right. they call and they call themselves pro-life it's, yeah, it's yeah, just so yeah. hypocritical it's such a joke dr fry it's been a pleasure good to Thank see you. i missed so you good to see you uh, back on the show and uh, next week i know we will uh, continue this conversation Excellent. and i hope i educated some of our wayne allen kook listeners anyway thanks for joining us everybody i appreciate it we will see you same time same place on monday it is the weekend and i hope everybody has a safe one at that yes have a great uh, weekend everybody we'll see you on monday have a great day